this week's edition of Sunday Morning Live from Fresh Fire Church. Today's message from Pastor Adam will encourage and strengthen your walk with Christ. If you would like to be a partner with Fresh Fire Church for $15 a month or more, become our patron on Podbean or visit freshfirechurch.net. And now, let's join the service. I want to see God do more. He said to me, this week I was down sick for two, three days. Still didn't feel good at the distribution. And I even told Josh, somebody a message him. He said about a bad week. I said, yeah, I get it. And in the midst of it, I, I just kept an expectation. My spiritual father from World Bible Week called and said, we want you to come to the national conference. We need you to speak. But everything that you guys are doing, he said, tell me, tell me how other churches can do that. And I said, well, we haven't seen the complete result of everything that we're expecting. I said, but I can tell you that if God's people would stop this is how I worded it. I said, he's not waiting on church's obedience. He's waiting on their surrender. And when I said that, it was like God was speaking it back to me, saying, if you want to see more, I'm not waiting for you to your obedience. I'm waiting for your surrender. Meaning, stop, don't, don't focus on trying to jump through all the right hoops and just say, here I am. Imperfect, messed up from the floor up, but use me. I am one dysfunctional individual. I am a, I told somebody the other day, I'm more complicated than what you see. There are many layers to this onion. <laughs> Y'all just see my Sunday morning self. <laughs> my, my, I say all that to, to lead you into this. God is waiting on your surrender right now. There's nothing that he expects from you in this moment that you have to do to get his attention. You already have it. And I knew that when I got up this morning that God wanted to do something unique and special. I don't know all that he wants to do, but he wants to do something unique and special. And we're going to let him right now. We started preaching last week about the love of God and what good is preaching it if you can't experience it. When he comes in to personally get you, when he comes in to personally help you leave Lodabar, like I preached a few weeks ago, come in to snatch you out. Hallelujah. And so there are people in our congregation that need prayer, that need a shoulder to cry on. There are some people that just need some love. Some of you haven't said anything to me. Some of them that need prayer are not here. Scott messaged and said, I need prayer. David needs prayer. Harley needs prayer. I mean, we'll start going around. Angela definitely needs prayer. Uh, can anybody else, can we just start praying and stop praying God comfort them, Lord help them, and just say God heal them? My family needs prayer. I mean, some of your family, some of your marriages need prayer. 
the whole goal of women's ministry, you guys are meeting this Thursday, is Cynthia and I had a shared heart and belief that it is to be a safe place, a safe haven for women to come and cry and weep and mourn or celebrate or go on trips or whatever you're all going to do. You could go to the beach, go wherever you all are going to go. And, and, and but yet when you gather, it's a safe place, but that, that we are going, we're not going to just talk about being a family. Our, our slogan is a church for everyone. Yes. Don't matter what you're dealing with. Don't matter what you're going through. But I, I think it is, it is overdue that we just set aside a moment. And someone lean on the shoulder of another one. I'm cl- crumbling under the pressure. Angela needs a miracle. Some others in our church need miracles. But even if God doesn't, what people need to be able to see as a part of our witness is that I'll praise him anyway. I want to see God do a miracle in our family. But even if he doesn't, I'll praise him anyway. Right? I'll share this with you so that as we pray, you'll know. I tend not to keep secrets and my daughter didn't care if it remained a secret or if I told or not. But we got through with the distribution that after which I wanted to scream and yell. and It was just a, ugh, awful day. Trucks breaking down, lifts breaking down. Stuff. I was not feeling good. I just wanted to go home and go to bed. And my daughter called and said, we need to talk. I need to talk to you, Mom and Carrie, because we were all through here. So we all, after we got done eating lunch, went into my office, FaceTimed with her and the baby. And we could tell she was broken. And then she proceeds to tell us that baby Warren's been going through lots of tests and we had suspected some things weren't right. But the doctors have diagnosed him with cerebral palsy. And then she's just broken. So her and I texting things throughout the day. I just kept getting the sense from her that God is trying to draw her. By any means, there was a time where my daughter, Brandon, you remember probably, I preached a message about the wind of God. And she reminded me so much of her mother that she got up and prophetically declared to the entire church and all the pastors that were present. We were going to a pastor's conference. She wasn't intimidated. She got up and prophetically declared that the wind of God was blowing and got up and went over to the side of the platform where Brandon's drums were and opened the door that went out the back of the church and said, let the wind blow. And since that time, she's been on a journey that has taken her far off course. And I just said, God, if you'll use this. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not saying God sent cerebral palsy. God said, I'll use it. Doctor said, if everything goes well with all this therapy, he'll live a most to normal life. So all I can believe is, besides therapy, God do what only you can, that he will walk. That he'll talk, crawl, get married and have kids. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So God, if you'll use it, then use it. And so we need, we need prayer just for, not just baby Warren, but we need prayer for Brooke. That God will use it. Amen. We, 
And so we need prayer for Angela. Angela's got to know that we love her, that we're just not going to, you know. But her heart's desire, she wants to be up here and sing with us on the platform. And then her feet flared up again. The devil is a liar. We got to stand with her, help her, and, and walk with her. Let's just not say we're going to do it. Let's do it. And on and on and on, the list goes in this house. There are some of you that message and send prayer requests and you're just broken. You need to know we're, we're going to be a family. We're going to demonstrate the love of God. We cannot be a church that talks about the love of God for, for, for the world to see unless we're going to demonstrate the love of God right here. And you need to know that he loves you enough to stop everything for you. The order of this service is not dictated and it's not the most important thing. What sometimes is important is that we just stop everything and let God love on you. Let God, let you, let you understand your need is important to him. When the Bible says he saves every tear, he knows what it represents. Are you hearing me today? That's why I said earlier, anybody online, send in your prayer requests. Send them in now because we'll get them. We're going to pray over them. We're going to believe God with you. Hallelujah. And we're going to believe for miracles in this place. Hallelujah. Man needs prayer for his wife to be healed from arthritis in her shoulders and her knees. We're going to pray and believe for that this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, we're going to start praying in this place and praying with and for one another. And so if you have a need, there's, there's other people commenting online. I can't keep up with all the pages, but uh, those of you that are sending them via email, we're getting those. I'm getting them all live. And so we're going to pray for them. People are under the weather and asking for prayer. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. So we're going to pray. The Bible says, if any sick among you, call for the elders of the church pray the prayer of faith and so we're going to pray for those things and people that are in need today and comfort one another lay hands on those that are here we'll stand in for people if they're not i mean you know whatever we've got to do but we're going to love on some folks today amen hallelujah and so i want you if you will join me in an attitude of prayer you can pray where you are you can get up here to the altar and pray if you need hands laid and the prayer of faith prayed with you we'll do that too all right, there, there's no necessary method we're going to follow, but we're going to be obedient to him this morning in this place and just begin to pray over needs in this place and needs online. And let him just love on you today and comfort you. He sees you. Hallelujah. Many are, Psalms 34 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. But the Lord delivers us from them all. He's our deliverer. Our mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Just take a moment where you are. And just seek him for a moment and listen and then we're going to start praying and when we're done with this just moment of just seeking him if you need prayer come
you need us to agree with you on something, come and we're going to do that. We're going to pray over the needs online, needs in this place. Take a moment and just listen. Seek him. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Cynthia, will you come so we can pray for Angel? We're going to have you stand in for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. the prayer of faith and believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray for her. Ladies, lay your hands on Cynthia.
name of Jesus. Lord, we sang it. We believe that you're our healer. We believe you're our portion. Lord, you're all that we need. Father, right now, in the powerful name of Jesus, Father, we take authority over everything that would try to complicate, hinder, detract, and distract in Angela's life in the name of Jesus. Father, we arrest every attack of the enemy. Father, we uh, uh, arrest every onslaught of the enemy, Lord. In fact, Father, we just call it null and void right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord, that no weapon formed against her would prosper in the name of Jesus. And Father, we call upon you now, God, to do what only you are able to do. Lord, by, by taking authority over those things that are not of you, by taking authority over those things that are foreign to God, how you created her in the name of Jesus. She has been created in your likeness and your image. And so, Father, we rebuke this pain. God, we rebuke discomfort and swelling. God, we rebuke this disease at the very root. That, God, that healing would pour out upon her body from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Let the very glory and power and presence of God visit her even now. Father, I pray, I pray in the name of Jesus that, God, there would be nothing that would set back or, 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 or distract her or cause her even more anguish than God would she has already experienced in this life but father i pray now god for total wholeness god wholeness that means nothing missing nothing lacking and nothing broken in the name of jesus father i thank you i thank you that lord healing would just begin to to, to bubble through her feet through her legs gone through every part of her body let every tissue god let every muscle god let every part of her skin god begin to be rejuvenated and redeveloped in the name of jesus father let 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 brand new cells begin to grow and be produced lord and drive out and dry up all those that are damaged and 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 and, 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 and god where we see complication coming in the name of jesus i thank you right now we just speak healing over her body healing over her body now god now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus. Whew. That just peace would overwhelm her. Peace would overwhelm her. That, that, that it, would, it would drive out anxiety. That it would drive out all those things and those emotions that Lord, even she's, she almost can't control. Father, peace. Peace. Lord, just as, just, just as you stepped up on the in the midst of the, the boat, in the midst of the storm, and you just said, peace. Lord, we speak peace over her life right now. Peace over her mind right now. Peace and comfort over her in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against her would prosper. That, Lord, she'd be able to be used for your glory, for her destiny, God, and that nothing would, 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 would complicate it or stop it. Nothing in the name of Jesus. Nothing. Peace. Let her sleep in peace. Let her wake in peace. Let her leave the house in peace. God, let whatever she hears still have peace. God, let whatever isn't working, just let her have peace. In the name of Jesus. Peace pouring through her body, pouring through her spirit and in her mind. And so it shall be. 
And so it shall be according to your word, God. So it shall be. the same. Fear that he'll never be the same again. Father, I rebuke fear that, Lord, keeps him from responding more normally, God, to allowing him to take advantage of the gift that, God, you've given him to walk. So, Father, I rebuke fear. Your word declares that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So, Father, we just rebuke that over his life. I thank you that, Father, that, that he will begin to take advantage of the full blessing the full abundance, the miracle that, Lord, you've given him to walk. Lord, when, when he couldn't, when he when he shouldn't have been able to, God, you blessed him with the ability to do something that many would love to. And so, Father, I rebuke all fear in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the, 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 the very lies of the enemy. God, we rebuke the very anxiety that comes with it today in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I pray, even according to your word, that you, you've not given fear, but, Lord, you've given him love, power, and a sound mind. God, a sound mind. Well, he'll be at perfect peace. God, well, he'll be at, 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 at a steady place, God, a steady place in you. Love, power, and a sound mind in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you now that you'll comfort him. God, I thank you now that even as the doctors do what they'll do, that, Lord, just peace would overwhelm him. A sound mind would overwhelm him. Love would overwhelm him, God. Uh, operating God from, from free from a spirit of fear would, would pour out over him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now breathe over him, God, where he is right now. Maybe sick, maybe under the weather, but breathe on him, over him. Touch him right now. Holy Spirit, fill the room. Holy Spirit, go and minister and do, God, what only you're able to do. While we're here, while we're praying and interceding, God, you do what you're able to do. Let angels visit him. God, let angels be dispatched around his property, God, today. Let angels be in the room with him, God, ministering and strengthening and bringing healing and, uh, and, and touching his life and doing, God, what only you're able to do now in the name of Jesus. Now in the name of Jesus.
mom stand in for Warren. And I want those of you that will come pray. Lay hands and agree. Not me. Somebody. Hallelujah. God, thank you today for 
for, for, for repairing every damage, God, in the brain. God, let brain cells begin to, to, to grow and develop, God, that, that aren't, God. Par, parts that may seem dead, God, let them just begin to grow, God. I thank you in the name of Jesus. God, you're a God of creative miracles. Lord, we've watched you. God, I, I've watched you take those that have never spoke a word and begin to speak, God. We've seen you raise the, raise the dead and, and make the lame to walk, Father. We've watched you dry cancer up in people's bodies. And so, Father, I thank you today that you are a mighty healer. And so, Father, we speak to the brain today. God, we speak to every brain cell in the name of Jesus. God, we speak to every muscle and tendon that won't work. God, every arm that won't bend right. God, his eyes that won't function. God, the way he can't speak well and swallow well. We speak to every fiber of his very being right now, every down to the cell and every molecular part of his body in the name of Jesus. Father, we call him out by name. Lord, let life come to Warren in the name of Jesus. Life to every cell, life to every muscle, ligament, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke this in your name today. In your name today, we rebuke that. I, I thank you that, Lord, he is yours. He, he is the Lord's. And so, Father, we give him to you. We declare that, God, you would use it mightily. God, I thank you that he will He will crawl and he will walk. I thank you that, Lord, he will sleep sleep, and he will swallow. God, I thank you that, Lord, he, he, will, he will grow up to get old, God, and he will grow and be, be normal. God, I thank you that he will defy the, the predictions of every doctor, that Lord, he'll defy the predictions of every test in the name of Jesus. Father, I am an example of what a test can say something one day and be something different the next. God, let, let this be a demonstration, God, of, of, of the devil is a liar in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I pray, I pray even now that supernatural strength would begin to swell up in his body, in every small muscle, in every part of his being. God, let it begin to take off crawling and standing and walking and defying the predictions. God, I, I thank you that they'll defy the predictions. Although he won't need braces. He won't need help. He won't need assistance to do basic everyday things. But Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And I speak healing over him from the top of the head to the soles of his feet. Top of his head to the soles of his feet. All over him now in the name of Jesus. Healing that we can see. Healing that would, would astound and cause others to believe right now. And Father, in it and through it, draw draw or mom and dad draw on their hearts in the name of Jesus God I, I thank you that you remove every scale from their eye God that you'll cause them to believe again father cause them to turn to the one that they, that, that, that they know the one that they know has the answers and has the ability to help and to heal in this moment so father we just call them to you we call them back to you Lord we just decree and declare they are the Lord's that, that Brooke and Zach are the Lord's in the name of Jesus they are the Lord's in the name of Jesus so Father, I thank you that you'll just draw them, draw on them, draw on them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, let us just love on them. Let us just be examples, Lord, of who you are, and let us just, just draw them. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, comfort them. Bring peace to Brooke's mind. Bring peace to every time, every way she's worrying right now. How, how's she going to work and deal with this? How can she keep running to every doctor and going to every appointment and, and still maintain a peace in the name of Jesus? Strength in the name of Jesus. Kiss that home in Clarksburg, West Virginia with your presence right now. Kiss it with your presence. Protection around. Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Father, touch and heal. Help those who are asking for prayer even now. Father, I thank you right now. You're touching Scott right where he is. Not with us today, but with us online. God, I thank you. You can be under the weather, but that God, you'll touch and heal. And God, just begin to, to repair his body in the name of Jesus. We pray against sickness. We pray against disease. We, God, we pray against every battle that he's facing right now physically, God. And there are many, but God, we thank you that you are a healer. We sang it, but God, we believe it. We believe that you are our healer, our portion, everything that we need. And so, Father, we call upon you today, God, to, to heal and to touch him, God, to heal and to touch others. God, those requesting prayer for comfort and health and prayers for, for vision and prayers for healing, God, people that need healing in their eyesight today, God, and others asking for prayer for family. God, there are prayer requests all over the place, God, prayer requests for all types of need, God. Prayer, prayer requests, God, those asking for healing for their, for their wives, God, and for their families and, 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 and being healed from, from shoulder and knee pain. Father, in the name of Jesus, every single type of request, God, every variation of need and request that's coming in from financial, God, to physical pain, to, to trauma that, God, we've lived through, through things that, God, have caused us to be different and caused us to be, behave in a way in which, God, we do that's made us the way that we are. God, we lift up these people before you. God, we, we pray for every need coming in online, God, today. And I thank you that, Lord, you'll be their healer, that, God, you'll be their deliverer, that, God, you'll be their miracle-working God. I pray in the name of Jesus that, that Lord, everything that has been sent on assignment that is not of you, God, every every weapon that has been sent against them, Lord, we, we reject it, and I send it back to where it came in the name of Jesus. We, we call every attack 
attack of the enemy null and void. We rebuke it even now. God, according to your word that says no weapon formed against us prospers. God, I thank you that we're, we're our days of suffering, our days of living limited, God, compared to how you've, you've called us to live are over. So, Father, I pray over people's vision. I pray over people's hearing, God. I pray that blinded eyes would be open. God, I pray that, 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 that people that need to be able to hear and hear again, God, that their ears would be open, God. I pray for every person sending in their request of complication and disease and cancer and arthritis even now. God, just don't relieve the pain, but God, I thank you for healing at the very source, the very source of the pain, that God, you'll be God enough that you will heal and, and, and deliver, deliver God from arthritis, deliver God from chronic back pain, chronic neck pain. God, that you'll deliver God from, from all the effects of those who have diabetes, God. Deliver. God, that's the God that you are. That's the miracle working you, God, you are. You're, you're just not big enough to only deal with symptoms. But God, I call you to deal at the very root and the source of every problem that we're facing within this room today, God. Within people watching along today, God, let healing begin to manifest in their life. God, as they begin to move and function and operate their bodies, God, let pain just dissipate. We curse it at the very root. I, I curse the very root of everything that is that is happening in their life that is not of you. Every area of pain, every area of complication. God, I pray even over every area of financial stress and, and, and that is weighting people down, causing us to live in fear and worry even now. You have to know that you sang that you believe in the God that he is, that he is more than enough. Let God show up and be your provider. God's provider enough to pay the bill. He's provider enough to, 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 to buy the car. He's God enough to heal the sick and, and deliver those who are bound. So, Father, we pray right now, God, just for peace and comfort to overwhelm your people. And that, Lord, we will see you show up in these next days ahead, God, in astounding ways, in ways that would shock others around us. But, God, we give every problem to you. God, we give every area that we're afflicted even now. As your word says, many are the afflictions, but, God, you deliver us from them all. I thank you today that, God, you'll be our deliverer. God, you'll be the one that snatched us out of where we are. You'll snatch us out of complication and sickness and disease. God, you'll snatch us out of every area of complication. You'll snatch us out from underneath of the attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus. In the name, snatch us out, oh God. Snatch us out and do what only you can. Do what only you can. I bless you, Lord. We'll bless you and we'll thank you, God, even now for victory. We bless you and we thank you even now, God, for every area that you'll answer, every area that you'll move. God, we bless you and we thank you that we'll hear testimony, God, of touching people and ministering to them and relieving pain. God, let the people be relieved of pain miraculously and instantaneously. God, I thank you that you're not just God enough to, to heal gradually, but Lord, let it be instant in the name of Jesus. Instant right now, right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My God. My God. Hallelujah. 
in the name of Jesus. Somebody's got a word, something showing or speaking. things that God said to me when I started working on this little mini-series about the love of God was don't just tell them show them remember the sh remember show and tell in school and we think as we get older we're supposed to shop sh show and telling we think we grew out of that show and tell is only for kindergarten no we do a lot of telling but not a lot of showing you can tell your kids not to behave a certain way but if you'll show them how to behave you won't have to tell them ah y'all want to know what's so wrong with society and going on with our children it's because you're, you're telling them one thing and showing them something else you know what the word, you know what the church has done I, I, I ain't going to get into part two because I can't if I do and I don't get through it all I'll do it in an in injustice but I have to say this about it you know why the world is so angry at the church 
Haven't you ever just, if you pay attention at all to news and our communities and and uh, even politically, how some people just are so anti-church is because we have told one thing and shown another. So often told one thing and shown another and what God wants you and I to do is show and tell the same thing show and tell the same thing be consistent he needs you and I to do that with our children in our church outside of our church and so when Cynthia said she she sees that it goes along with we had Pastor Donnie where I were working as the weather breaks we want to make sure that we have people that can just go down through the line and just start praying for people while they're in the car whatever's grieving them whatever's hurting them Whatever's happening, they just need to know it's between them and God at that moment. And we love you enough that we're going to give you food, but we're here to listen to and pray. That's just one of the ways we're going to start showing and telling. All right? One of the ways. All the stuff going on that's going to happen at the Dream Center starting May 1st, we're going to show and tell them that we love them. Amen. And on and on and on. God's trying to show you and tell you today that he loves you. I mean, you know, we get to call upon the name of the Lord and expect a result. Not not maybe, but that he will. Right? That, that's the purpose of today. He said, I want to show you and tell you that I love you. I want to show you and tell you I love you just the way you are. Somebody said to me, I was, I've been doing like a lot of inviting and this and that. And, you know, a lot of times people message through social media that I don't even know because they watch us online and, and sent a message and then uh, I, I said something about church. I said, well, just make sure you're plugged in. And he says, oh, church, uh, church, uh, church and I, or I'm not accepted at church. And I wasn't really, I was completely oblivious of what he was meaning. And then as the conversation went on, I understood exactly what he meant. And I said, no, 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 you must understand. Church rejected you, but God accepts you. The church people have rejected you, but but pay no mind to church people and what box they want to put you in. You need to understand, and I said, you need to find yourself a place that will accept you for you. You don't have to fit in anybody's box or be a certain kind of way. Just come. And God loves you the way that you are. But I said, here's what you need to understand about God. is God loves you so much, he refuses to leave you the same. See, we want people to come to church and look like us and act like us and and be a certain way and live a certain kind of way and God says no remember that's what we established last week for he loves he loved the world so much he, he loves everybody so much that that he gave his only son and so we think that means that people have to be a certain kind of way when they come to church no no you need to understand God loved him so much when he died he loved him in all their mess God loves you right now as jacked up and messed up as we are as dysfunctional as I am, all the many layers that there are to me, God says, I loved you anyway. But God says, I love you too much that I'm going to, I'm not going to just leave you the same, but I'm going to start dealing with you to bring change about in your life. Where we go wrong, where the church goes wrong is we try to tell people who God wants them to be instead of just showing them the love of God and letting Holy Spirit bringing the change. And so we end up condemning people in the way in which they live and mistakes that they're making instead of letting conviction do the work. There's a difference between condemnation and conviction. Some of you have heard me say it this way. Condemnation will always put you down. I was going to try to talk about a little bit today about critical people. Anybody know anybody that's critical? 
I mean, some of our families are critical. There are just, I, I, I was around someone yesterday, I, I was just like, I need to shed you like skin. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are just some people, it's just everything out of their mouth is wrong, and this is wrong, and that is wrong. And you get around that, and before you know it, it starts clinging to you, right? And I wanted to talk about that because it, it, a critical spirit is, is a condemning spirit. And the church, we get real good at condemning people, and it pushes you down. We, we try to condemn people and push them down with our laws and things we think that they need to, to, the way in which they need to live instead of realizing that con condemnation will push you down. Condemnation is of the devil, right? The enemy you, uh, causes us to use that to depress people and oppress them. Some of us have been oppressed most of our life. Right? And so what we have to understand is that the Holy Spirit uses conviction so that he can pull us up to him. That's the difference between when you and I are going to, if we're going to love people, you need to love them as messed up as they love them in their addiction. Stop trying to condemn them for it. Oh. Somebody didn't like that. I felt that bounce back. Yeah, I said love them through it. I didn't say accept it. I said love them through it always be available always be willing to walk and love them and tell him to love them anyhow because you 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 get a whole lot further by by loving on them than you will ever if you want to condemn me you're driving me to the thing you're trying to pull me away from tell me i'm stupid and i'll hate you even more right when we do those things we're not doing anybody good the bible says that god is love he even, he even told you and I that he, we need to love one another as he has loved us. That means he loved you and I where, where he found us. Where he found us in all of my brokenness, in all of our issues and problems. He loved you and I where he found us. But he says, I love you too much. I'm not going to leave you the same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you with me. And as you walk with me, I'm going to change you and develop you and grow you so that where I found you isn't where you stay. I'm going to take you on a journey. That's what we have to help other people understand is that we love them where they are. We're going to walk with them. We, some of us need to be reminded of that instead of coming in here almost feeling condemned because we screw up way too much. Uh, that we, we have too many issues and too many problems and, and, and that, that, that we're, not, we're not worth anything. There's a whole lot of people that attend church and still believe that they're not worth anything. But that, that's because no one really helped them to understand that they are loved by the beloved, right? We, they are loved by our Heavenly Father and that they, they do have value. The reason they don't have value yet is because no one has ever really shown them the love of God. When you and I can, can get people accustomed to what the love of God is, they'll begin to find their value. They'll begin to find their purpose. Are you hear what I'm telling you? They'll begin to understand that God has more for them. When we went to the, the campuses, who Lois went with me, uh, to California University and all those others and we led 300 and some people to Jesus in five days we walked up to them and we said two things has anyone ever told you that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life that's all we said we rated for the response and then we proceeded has anyone ever told you that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life there were people who burst out in tears there were same sex couples that burst out in tears there were kids that were strung out on drugs, you name it. And they were like, no. No? You, you mean God has a plan for me? They, they said, well, I, I thought God rejected me. No. No, God loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life. 
And just through that right there, that's how we were able to save 347 people in five days. I said 347 people in five days. Because we told some students for the first time that God loved them. He's not trying to beat them or condemn them. Man has beat you and condemned you. Man has wanted you to dress like them and walk like them and talk like them. No, no. God loves you. And he has a wonderful plan for your life. I told someone this week, our job as a church is to help people find out what that plan is. What's your purpose? Why are you here? And the only way to find that purpose and plan is to understand first that he loves you. And that church is a safe place. I said it's a safe place where people of all walks of life should be able to come here and worship. I don't care who they go home to. I don't care what they're involved in the week. Let them come and be introduced to the love of God. And I'm telling you, they will, they will begin to evolve and change through conviction and not condemnation. That's what's important about the love of God. We're going to show and tell. My challenge for you this week, next week I'll do part two of battered and bruised love. My challenge for you is to start doing that. Show and telling people that you love them. Your family, your neighbors, people that come to this church for help, people that walk into Cynthia's desk and need help, we're going to show and tell. Show and tell. When they call the office for prayer, we're going to show and tell. Start showing and telling people the love of God. Start showing and telling the people in your close proximity the love of God. You know how you can best take the weapons away that are firing in our homes? is demonstrate the love of God. I'm talking about the weapons we use in our tongue. Oh, come on. Anybody else live like that sometimes? Where it's like a firing squad in the home or in our family. Show and tell the love of God. How's the Bible say? Husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. And the Bible says for wives. What'd you say? Love your husband. My God. But we need to do that with our children. If, if we're not happy with the results of our children, our grandchildren, people in our sphere of the love of God. The love of God. Demonstrate it. Show and tell it. The love of God is going to pierce through far more than our condemning. Us being critical. It's going to go a whole lot further. Somebody asked me yesterday, how come... How come she opens up to you? She went up to me. I, I, I'm her. I can't say too much. I'm, I'm related to her. I said, the difference is, she knows no matter what, I'll accept her. So she can't open up to you because she can never attain the level and the expectations you set. That whatever she says, it's not enough. However she behaves, that's not enough. If she watches this, she's enjoying that, it's not enough. So the reason... It's different. It's because she knows I'll accept her just how she is. 
That's the difference. You and I just got to love people. Love your spouse. Love your child. Love your mother, your dad, where they are. Show and tell them. When the seat's filling up, show and tell them. We got to, we got to, we're doing like a bring a friend every last Sunday of the month. It's coming up in March, four weeks from today. Show and tell some people love. They'll be here. You want Easter to be different this year? Remember how Easter used to be packed and filled up? Right? Show and tell them. Most churches aren't like that anymore because the church stopped showing and telling. Let's show and tell some of Let's be committed to that. And I'm telling you, it will draw them. It will draw them. Absolutely. The reason that those revivals that are happening, breaking out on our campuses are happening the way they are and they're different, what I, what I appreciate about them is it's not the typical Pentecostal revival where people are just shaking and rattling and all falling to the floor. No, no, there's something real that's happening. People are getting filled with the Holy Ghost. This young UPC pastor that was a guest ended up praying for a whole group of people. He said, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, be filled now. And I mean like 45 people in this circle just instantly got filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Then over here, a guy got raised up out of a wheelchair. All this is happening all at the same time. Lady in the balcony started getting healed, and, and uh, a, a young girl that was had the ability to walk loosed the braces off her legs and began to walk. You know, all kinds of things all happening at the same time. But it was literally in a calm moment like this. What's interesting about what God's doing in these revivals, it's not hype. It's not a lot of Pentecostal shouting and preaching and all of this stuff. It's not all the dramatics that we typically get out of what we think revival is. No, it's God literally like kissing a place with his presence. In other words, it is God saying, let me love on you. It's deep moments of worship like this. That little weighty glory you might feel. That's what God's doing in this hour. God's trying to love on people and he needs to love on people through you. Through you. Oh my God. You better be ready. There's some people that's going to start entering the doors of this place that might look different than you. Or be different. Not look like they should be in church. Love them. Show and tell them the love of God. Can you do that? I believe we can do that. We did it with Mark years ago. And we're going to do it again. Big old biker guy. Came, I mean, scary as all get out. You've heard me tell. Long, black, what's that called? Trench coat. I mean, that trench coat stunk like cigarette smoke so bad. Every time he come up for prayer, I was gagging. He'd walk in there just as drunk as he was the night before. I mean, drunk on the front row. And I'm just like, Jesus, And the only thing God told us consistently, he said, love him. Love him. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say anything about it. He didn't say anything about his behavior. And we watched God do something. He just kept coming. Drunk most of the time. But then that started going away. And then this hard shell scary guy that I never wanted to be stuck there alone with because he scared me. 
But he, he began to show up. He started talking. He started communicating. He talked with Lois and he talked with some of the others. And then he started serving. You've heard me tell this story. He started being a parking attendant because at that church we had to have parking attendants because the lot was this big and we had this many people coming to church. And so instead of them parking a long route 40 and somebody getting killed, you know, we had to have help. And so he started parking cars and anything we ever needed, he was there. And he helped me and uh, another guy tear out all the gravel lot and we had to replace it because of a bad accident and glass was all through our lot. I mean, he worked. God did it work because somebody loved him. And we didn't tell him he had to behave or act a certain way. He just, we just helped him understand God loves you. And it was because, and as he began to understand the love of God, conviction started happening. He said, I want to be more like that. And God started using some of the things in his life. And God brought healing to his life and deliverance to his life and set him free from alcoholism and some of the things that he was in the midst of just because we loved him and we didn't judge him. And when people kept in and stepped in and said, preacher, you should say something. He shouldn't do that outside the door of the church. I said, you shut your mouth. Don't you dare say anything to him about what he's, you just shut up. If you don't like it, this ain't the church for you. She looked at me and said, don't you dare. She kept her mouth shut. We led him to Jesus. God used him. Yes, he passed away. He lost his life later, but thank God that God drew him. He came to know Jesus because somebody loved him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's what I'm telling you we got to do. That's what we got to do. That's what we're going to do. <sighs> Hallelujah. My, my, my. Love people. Part two. Battered and bruised love next week. I know some of y'all were eager. Oh, Jamie was like, I got to hear this. I got to hear it. If you missed last week, you better go listen to it before it's gone. Because it'll be gone tomorrow. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the website. But if you missed that message last week, it was pretty epic. I mean. Battered and bruised love. loves you he loves you he loves you and he loves you so much he can't leave you the same that's my challenge every complicated person in your life love on them and let God do the changing the more we complain to them about them I'll be honest you tell me all the things that are wrong with me it, it makes the flesh side of me hunker down be like, I ain't. You, hear what you, you want to tell me I'm worthless, I'm this, I'm that? I'll hunker down and show you, yeah, I am. That's my flesh. Cindy gets me. Yeah, she's like that too. I, I thought so. But if you will love on people instead of being critical of them, you'll watch the Holy Spirit change them. Yes, you will. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to be quiet and let you go. God is so good. I believe we'll hear a testimony of what he's doing. Keep praying for those that we were praying for this morning.
All right. Keep doing that. We're going to get ready and leave. And on your way out, if you haven't given tithes and offerings, you can do that. We need your help. Uh, Lois has been a little bit faster. Faster. Giving always drops December through February, March. Sometimes it lingers. And we, it's just you expect it. And so I do your best. Give. And he will give back to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Hallelujah. Uh, I just know it. All right. He is faithful. He, he says in his word, moreover, it's required that a steward be found faithful. So as you're faithful in giving, he's always faithful in giving back to you. And so we just appreciate you being faithful in it. Hallelujah. He'll bless you, multiply it back to you in many, many ways. My, my, my.